0: Hey everyone! Real quick, before we get into this episode of Meet the Roommates, episode four, uh, towards the end of the of this clip, audio unfortunately cuts out. So after the 44 minute mark, there is just going to be a complete silence. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I wish we could have stayed the audio, but unfortunately, it was lost. Um, I so hope you guys love the episode, and thank you so much for listening.
1: Monotonous.
0: Oh, my God. See, you get upset when people call you monotone, but then you call yourself monotone. Come on.
1: (laughs) I can do it. Okay, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Meet the Roommates. This is our weekly podcast where each week we'll talk about anime, manga, pop culture, or whatever topic we come up with that week. So then this week, we'll be talking about Disney. (laughs) A childhood ride where we talk about Disney. So this week, me, Bella, will be hosting the episode along with Pedro, Peter, whatever you want to call him, freaking Leo.
0: Actually, it was the line was plague of humanity, but I guess I'll accept that too.
1: Yeah, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs>
0: Um, so on this week's episode I decided to take a back seat since Bella's usually the more more into Disney than I am. I mean I love Disney and what ham, but I'm gonna let her host this for you lovely females out there who enjoy her voice or guys who enjoy her voice. It could go either way. Disney. Okay, so uh sit back everyone and enjoy the ride while we talk about Disney and we open up with a beautiful little song. Yeah. so that was a little jammer i like to call good company from oliver and company i don't want to tell you that's like the perfect intro what do you think bella
1: it's pretty good pretty good classic
0: of course it's a fucking classic one of the most underrated movies in my opinion but we'll get we'll we'll get more into that so um anyways so what did you want to why did you think of disney for this week's subject
1: well, if you know me, I I love Disney. Like, if you even, like, you walk into the apartment, it's just Disney. You walk into our the, my room, it's freaking Disney. I love Disney. I am a Disney adult, and I am not ashamed. What about you? I mean, I
0: love Disney. Um, Like, I, I don't think I love it to your extent, because when it comes to Disney, like, you you take, like, the, the mantle on that. Um, I can I can score anybody when it comes to manga, light novels, and anime, like, whatever I feel. But, like, when it comes to Disney, um, I don't feel like I'm up there when it comes to my knowledge of it.
1: Damn straight.
0: Okay, but what is a Disney adult? Can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
1: What's Disney about?
0: No, a Disney adult.
1: Oh. Okay, well, a Disney adult is basically, well, like, ironically, a... Disney adult who is assessed with Disney, there's a lot of us, especially out here in California,
0: well, yeah because I mean we have we have one of the only two wait not three parks, four parks, I believe there's one here in California, there's the one in Florida, then there's one in Japan, which isn't officially Disney, but they have it licensed out, and then there's the one in Hong Kong, Hong Kong, I believe,
1: yeah. Oh, there's, I, I think there's Disneyland Paris, too,
0: though. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's Disneyland Paris. I knew I was missing one. I was about to say, like, I think there's one in, in France or in Disney Paris.
1: Disney
0: Sea? Disney on Ice? Oh, shit, Jesus <laughs> Christ. There's so much more I didn't know about. Um, So I know you wanted to talk about a little bit when, when you were growing up, you had kind of a bad experience for loving Disney. Can you tell people what it was for you, like, being a child and growing up loving Disney?
1: Well, yeah, like, okay. I visited Disneyland for the first time when I was like six years old. And I was like, I was like so hyped. I was like, I'm gonna get an autograph book. I'm gonna have all the cast members who I meet sign the book and everything. And then, like, once I got back from my trip, I'm like, oh, hey guys, like, I went to fucking Disneyland. And they're like, gross. You still like Disney? That's for kids. And I'm like, Christ. Like, do you all realize we're kids? We're supposed to like childhood like childish things, especially Disney.
0: And then what was it? I believe you told me that you threw away all your Disney
1: things at the time. Yeah, like I had so many VHSs from Disney, like even like my mom kept them forever. She's like, oh no, like don't throw them away. I was like, nah, no, I'm gonna get rid of it. And then, like, I got rid of my autograph book. Like, I, I met Goofy, like Mickey, Pooh Bear, who's my favorite. Um, it's like all those classic, like, Dis- like Disney characters, and I just threw it away because I was like, oh, I can't love Disney, which I regret. I'm, I, I regret it.
0: Uh, i can only imagine i mean kid Ah, uh, I, I have to do say like when it come when it came to growing up um back in the 90s and early 2000s kids were fucking brutal if they if you stood out just a little bit or actually spoke about your interests you were you're were criticized to by every means way possible
1: yeah and i had like freaking i had so many disney like plushies too that which are now like rare and like freaking hundreds of dollars and I just got rid of them.
0: That's always a sad part. When you, I feel like when, when you're a kid and like you're criticized and mocked for loving a specific thing and you try to, you try to grow past it as kids, I think the biggest mistake we usually make. And I feel like adults should watch over is not letting kids grow up too fast because you know, they try to make you grow up and everyone around you is like, Oh, why are you still being childish and all that and like it kind of makes you miss out on a part of your childhood. And it's, it sounds really sad. It's, it should never be that way. You know, if someone loves something, no one should be criticized or put down for enjoying that specific thing, especially when it came to Disney. Cause I feel like, I feel like a lot of people could relate to, you know, growing up with Disney. Like almost everybody grew up with watching Disney Channel shows or Disney Channel movies, but I digress. Um, Go ahead, Bella. What was the first question you wanted to ask me today?
1: Okay, well, since you're the freaking plague of Leos, like, Peter is a Leo, by the way. He's the biggest Leo out there, and I hate it! Okay, I don't hate it. <laughs> I hate it sometimes. But, like, I have to ask you, like, since I shine light on some of my beginning with Disney, like, have you ever had any negative experiences for liking Disney, or any positive
0: well, first of all, thank you for pointing that out. I will happily take the title of Leo of Leos. I don't know what mm. I don't know what greater thing you should have given me. I am the God of Leos. Say no more. Oh, perfect! Oh, you just gave me a new title, the God of Leos.
1: Woo! Oh, hell no! We started. It. I started it. Ugh. I'll never hear the um, end of this.
0: You really won't. Thanks for that one. But anyway,s so my my experience with Disney. I feel like I did hide away kind of because no one ever really talked about it. I remember I'd go to I'd go to school and no one would really be talking about like the latest Disney Channel show or movies, so I didn't try to bring it up or I can't recall any memory of me ever bringing up Disney, but i didn't I don't have a bad memory with it really most of my you know childhood growing up with Disney watching everything that came on and discovering new things about Disney. It was all happy. I mean, I grew up with Winnie the Pooh and it's been Winnie a big part of my Pooh. life ever since.
1: Winnie the Winnie Pooh. The Pooh. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Damn, I should have put that as an intro song. Um So So for me, I think Disney was more of a positive experience rather than a negative one because no one really ever tried to like criticize me on that. Yeah.
1: Um
0: so I think for me. Uh, Yeah, it was a really positive note.
1: Which I think is so weird because, like, okay, like, you grew up in California your whole life. You were born and raised here. So Disneyland is, like, right at at your fingertips. But, like, I keep saying, but, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I was about to point it out, but I didn't want to do that
1: (laughs) while we were doing the podcast. Suddenly...
0: All right, so keep on going.
1: But you've never been to Disneyland until you were an adult.
0: Yeah, well, it's not okay, – well, because I know in middle sc- – in high school, actually, it's you graduate uh, your, for your senior – like your senior graduation, go Disneyland. Or, you know, you go with family or whatever before. But my family, one, we didn't have the money. We're kind of always struggling with money. And if we did go for we did go out. It wasn't anything big. It was like we're going to the movies or we're gonna go to a drift store and get you some like toys. Because let me go on a quick tangent here. So growing up, we used to go to this specific um drift store out in Silmar. I think it's still there. Um, so you'd go to this drift store, and my favorite thing as a child was they had these bags full of random toys. And you could only see a few of them, and I think they're like a dollar, or five dollars. I forget the exact amount. I'm pretty sure it's like, or like was it? Yeah, I think it was five dollars. So, um, every time we would went, my mom would be like, pick out whatever bag you want, and we'll buy that one for you. And like it, the toys could be anything from like you know McDonald's toys, you know like just toys they probably people donated so they put them in bags yeah and sometimes they get like Oh or pokemon and that was my favorite thing as a kid that was basically my luxury whenever i'd get to go to a drift store and pick out toys i couldn't get like brand new toys most of the time i was going to like the swap meet and all that and buying them second hand so um for di- for me to go to, to disneyland Doll was basically finally like one of the things crossed off my bucket list because in high school It's not that I wasn't the brightest student. It was the fact that I was just lazy and didn't care all that much because I was too busy doing, like, other teenage things. (laughs) Not not smoking or drinking Uh because, I mean, no, I didn't really do any of that until, like, I tested it, like, one or two times. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do this. But, no, I was skating and doing whatever else I was doing, going on different places all around. I traveled all around through California with, like, $5 to my name, like, every other day. But um, uh, I never put two and two together to try to save up money and go to Disneyland myself. Well, until, you know, I became an adult and started earning my own money. And finally, we went to Disneyland and it was a great experience. Uh, Everything I hoped it'd be. So that's the main reason why, you know, I didn't get to experience Disneyland until I was an adult.
1: That's like the crazy part, though, because even like. I keep saying it. I keep saying it, but I think it might have been our sophomore year in high school. Um, they planned a California trip um, to go to Disneyland. So then everyone's like, oh, like I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to California. I want to meet Owen Wilson. Because that was like the perk. Like, oh, you get to meet Owen Wilson. So, but i was like, I was like <laughs>
0: out of every out of every celebrity they could uh celebrity they could pick they fucking chose owen yes. Wilson. okay
1: and then okay side note they meet him at like a restaurant and then he's just high up his mind and he's just like he's just <laughs> staring into the fireplace i wasn't there but i heard stories but he's just staring in the fireplace and then they're like everyone's like trying to ask him questions like oh hey like what's it like being like an actor and being famous and like living in hollywood being like kids from colorado like not knowing anything about la and he's just like what <laughs> and his bodyguards just like his bodyguard literally talked to the kids more than owen wilson did
0: that sounds so beautiful kids,
1: kids mm. meaning my classmates <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: I hope Owen Wilson never he listened to this podcast
1: yo listen he probably doesn't remember
0: you know what you're probably
1: right here so he's blown out of his mind you're like what well, high school class I don't remember this I met you before I would have never guessed oh my god like he's
0: a cool guy but how
1: how did your school even decide that Um, I think it was either, no, I don't think there was, like, any other choice. It was like, oh, do you guys want to go, um, to Elitch's or try and go to Cali and go to Disneyland and, like, meet a celebrity? So, obviously, everyone's, like, on board saying, oh, yeah, I want to freaking meet a celebrity. I want to go to Cali. I've never been to Cali.
0: Well, I guess it worked out for the most part
1: i guess so anyway that was a random ass tangent
0: okay we'll continue
1: okay continue we'll get back on track so okay my next question is what was the first disney movie you remember watching as a kid that really made an impact on you or you like reminisce on
0: Oh man, there's a few of these actually when I really think about it. Because, all right, I'll narrow down to the top three and then I'll give my final word on probably the one that probably had the, that had the biggest impact. I would say one, Oliver and Company. Two, Mulan. And then the final one, I would have to say The Lion King. Yeah. But as for the one that ended up like really having a big impact on my childhood i'd have to say oliver and company because for as long as i can remember you know i've loved animals i've always wanted to own a pet i want to have a dog i want to have a cat whatever Mm -hmm. it was whatever creature really i i really felt like i i can
1: (laughs) creature the black lagoon
0: oh my god don't even start anyways uh I just thought it was so interesting because the story itself of Oliver and Company, you know, it follows this um, orange tabby cat, Oliver, of course, Um, for anyone who's listening out here who probably loves Disney, you guys should know this. I hope you would know this. I'll hunt you down and force you to watch this movie. You didn't know it. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And his experience trying to, you know, survive in New York, being a newborn kitten, and then, you know, he meets his dog named Dodger, which i still not sure what type of dog he was. I want to say it was a Border Collie. Can't be too sure. And, you know, he shows him the robes, but then you know, as he's starting to connect with all his dogs, Tito, um, Tito. Sid, and all of them.
1: (laughs) Tito! He's the best one. Yeah, for
0: you, Dodger's (laughs) the MVP of that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Coolest dog ever. I want wanted to have my own daughter uh but no so you know he ends up getting adopted by you know a loving loving girl who just wants to raise him and give him the best home he can but at the same time you know he's conflicted because he found solace in a family and these dogs along with their owner um, mr figs who's you know this homeless man and he has nothing to his name. He you know, he lives on a dingy old house out in the near the beaches and uh running right basically like a Rotten house falling apart and every day he comes home and the one thing he comes home to is his dogs. He has you know his five dogs who love him unconditionally. It doesn't matter the fact that he doesn't have money, he doesn't have anything and I think that's the main thing that always stuck with me, because even though this man had nothing these dogs love them because he loved them. And it's just that connection between um, a dog or cat and the owner itself, you know, it's so unconditional. Cause it doesn't matter if you have money, you're gay, straight, whatever it is, you know, dogs are pets, cats, they love us so unconditionally. And for me that's been something that's for some reason always stuck with me. So even to this day, you know, when I having my Wolfie, Bambi and Toto like I get to come home, and I know you know they'll love me to the very end. Doesn't matter what, and it's probably one thing they always try to carry with me throughout life, you know, because our pets will always love us. What about you? Mm-hmm.
1: The first movie I remember watching is either *Leaving Tram* one 150- hundred. 101 Hundred Dalmatians or Tarzan. But I love
0: Tarzan. You and Tarzan. I
1: love Tarzan. I will die supporting Tarzan.
0: Oh, trust me. I know if you would. But which one has the most impact on you?
1: That's what I was getting to. Um, okay. The one that had the most impact on me is a newer Disney movie. Guess
0: what it is. Oh, I already know where we're going with this. We're going into Zootopia.
1: Zootopia.
0: Where all the furries fell in love with a bunny named Judy.
1: I am not a furry. (laughs) But she cute as fuck. (laughs) Okay. Whatever you say, furry. I'm not a Furry. Well,
0: okay. It's okay. okay. I'll, when you're, I'll accept you
1: if you're furry. When you're a little gay, so you you love Judy and Nick?
0: What are you talking about, a little big gay? You're the big gay.
1: Well, I can't speak for everyone.
0: I'm Well, I'm saying you. <laughs> I didn't say everyone. I said you. Specifically okay. you.
1: I'm the big gay. Okay. I know you what.
0: <laughs> What what made this movie resonate with you?
1: Okay, at first, because my brother watched it in theaters before I did. So he came home. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, Zootopia? I, I didn't hear about it for some reason. I don't know where I was at in life. I was like, what's that? He's like, you should watch it. It's so good. Like, you have to watch it. I love it. And he would never say that about Disney. He would never go out. And watch Disney movies on his own will. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try this out." So then I go and see the movie in theaters, and my eyes were glued to the freaking screen. I loved every second of it.
0: And I know you, I know you did a bit of research when uh, while we were doing this episode, so you can try to remember some of the things you learned when the movie was being made. Uh, What are some things that you think you love the, about the fact, you know, how much work was put into this movie?
1: The amount of detail they put into this movie, the animation alone, like, they can easily explain it all in, like, an hour. What they did alone with the, just the animation alone. But... Um, for Zootopia, they used a new software called Hyperion Renderer System, which is a software that takes the animations, the textures they use for the fur, objects for scenes, that generates, like, the final animated movie, which is insane.
0: Ah, it just... I, I mean i can see why because I, I think i remember hearing about it when like zootopia finally came out you know i broke records because people did not see this this movie came out left field i think it made was it like one one billion dollars or one million i forget exactly how much it made but you know this thing was popping it was and what why did you connect with it so much like i i know the movie itself has a has you know a message that you yourself always try to remember.
1: Yeah, so basically like the if you haven't watched it already, Zootopia is about a little old bunny who lives in a small bunny town, basically a carrot farm where she has a million brothers and sisters. Um but she gets bullied by this fox which is a mammal which is obviously they would not get along usually yeah so she gets bullied by him so um she wants to be a cop but everyone's telling her oh you can't be a cop you're just a bunny bunnies aren't made to be cops so after that incident with um gideon who bullied her she's like i'm prove everyone wrong i'm gonna prove my parents wrong i'm gonna prove gideon wrong i'm prove the whole world that i can do this and then she ended up being like the first top in her class when she went to basically like boot camp. And then she goes to big, the big city Zootopia. Which is basically, I guess, it could be like Hollywood, I guess. Or Broadway.
0: Hey, yeah, it's, ba- <laughs> it's basically the Los <laughs> Angeles um,
1: of As the a movie. movie. And fucking Shakira!
0: God, you know what? Actually, had some more because she, she <laughs> believes that, you know, anybody could go there and in real life, everybody's like, I'll go to Los Angeles and become famous. In reality, they get here and they end up working at Target for like 20 years.
1: Cops <laughs> of <Cuffs are> blood. <laughs> in chat. But anyway, she proves everyone wrong. Um, she meets Nick Wilde, who's a big, Sly Fox
0: he is okay <laughs> Bella Bella We they all know the movie like you're basically giving everyone like a rundown of the
1: movie I'm sorry I just want to about it yeah I know be <laughs> like literally saying <laughs> the whole sorry. story <laughs> I
0: was talking about like what, the final <laughs> message that you know you connect with I didn't, I didn't ask for a complete rundown of the fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I, I, I had to stop you because I was afraid you'd keep going. I was like, is she gonna say the whole damn movie? <laughs> no
1: I think they, they get attacked by a Jaguar.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: But anyway, she proves everyone wrong. Um she gets her own apartment. Um her parents still think she's a meter maid. Um even like everyone in her department thinks she can't, she can't do anything. She can't just be a meter maid, because all she is is a bunny, but she proves everyone wrong when she cracks down on the case. The big old case. But, I mean, the movie really taught me that you can really be, do anything you put your mind into. It doesn't matter what size you are, what in the city you are, anything like that. If, as long as you just keep trying, you can do anything.
0: You know, I and I think that's it's that. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> for a little while though, you still kept on just trying
1: to explain. I know
0: you, you could have summed it up in an easy sentences as in this bunny goes to the W to try to become everything she ever wanted to be. No one believes in her, but she ends up proving everybody wrong. And you know, the message is, you can be anything you want to be. Boom, there, the simple, girl. clean, done. <laughs> But anyways, I I think it's that very message that made people, you know, want to watch this movie. And I th- that's something you can relate to in real life. Because at the end of the day, when you try to become something or anything at all, when it comes to the real world, is everyone or anything will, you know, f- create a challenge for you. Um, and you believe you can't do it because, you know, everybody says like, oh, it's like one, one a million chance. And sometimes you have to take that one a million chance because you might be that person. But even there, you could be anything you really want to be, and I think that as a girl, matches always sand, but especially nowadays. You know, the standards are set are set so low.
1: I know, especially for us, all three of us, me, you, and Heather, we all grew up in Mexican households, so a certain we're put on a certain pedestal to be this amazing doctor, a lawyer. Something amazing because our parents came here to give us a better life. So then when we just work at Target or we work at Windchills or anything like that, it just kind of makes you feel less than the person because they put a certain standard on you.
0: You know, that is a very interesting thing to talk about because that is true. When when you end up becoming like the first generation in the Mexican household to like end up growing up in America, you know, you, you're expected to do something amazing with the you know, opportunity you're giving. And then, you know, I think my mom did do that because when I was younger, I did say I was like, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a lawyer, something amazing like that. But, you know, as I got older, I realized I'm not interested in all that. <laughs> yeah i never have been you know i'll uh, as far as i can remember you know i was a nerd i i love reading stories i love writing them um i love just diving into fantasy worlds and video games and all that and really quickly i learned to be a lawyer i basically would have to take school very seriously and that's something i wasn't really set up to do <laughs>
1: That's why I think Zootopia hit so close to home with me, because, I mean, her parents didn't expect her to be anything special, but she did something really special for herself because she wanted to be that, and, like, even me, I wanted to be into, the, like, artistic careers, because I for the longest time I said, I want to be a psychologist, but then after like, after I graduated high school, I was like, no, like, it's not for me, you know. I'd rather just do hair, do makeup, something in those lines.
0: I think that there's something people should always remember. Like, you're you're not expected to do, do anything your parents set you to do. It's about discovering your own path. And that's why I also enjoy the, a movie like Zootopia where it makes, reminds everybody that you can choose to do whatever the hell you want to do. And you can do it. Just try always remember that. Um, But enough of this serious topic. What is the next question you want to ask me? Let's
1: go. Let's go. Another serious question. Which is? Do you ever get tired of the Disney songs most of the movies have?
0: Mm. The musical. Oh, I feel like I, I'm I feel about to piss like off a musical. lot of people Stop Oh my god and Certain I certain movies so, Oh my god Stop I'm it. done Um, so there, There's certain movies that I Sometimes the songs I'm like I don't really feel like listening to the song Um you know, there's movies, like, I go back to, like, Oliver and Company and Mulan, where, like, every song is just a hit after a hit, but uh, there's certain, like, nowadays, I feel like the song quality isn't as great. Like, there are some bangers, don't get me wrong, but, I don't know, some of them just don't hit as good as they used to.
1: I agree on that. Yeah, like, Mulan soundtrack will always hit...
0: Oh, hell yeah. Without a doubt. Every time Mulan comes on, I will sing every song out there. Even if I tone deaf. It's okay.
1: I accept that by myself. But, I mean, I feel like they really cut down on the songs.
0: They have. um, they They try not to do musicals anymore when you really start to think about it
1: (laughs) frozen 2 was a different story
0: oh frozen 2 was oh i think i loved frozen 2 more than i loved frozen one yes
1: frozen one this is frozen
0: literally the only song i care about in frozen one is let it go and even then sometimes i get tired of it And then Olaf is a much better character in Frozen yes. two, one hundred percent.
1: I hated Olaf in the first movie. I hated.
0: Him. I think almost everybody hated Olaf in the first movie. I mean, I'm sorry for those who stand Olaf in the first movie, but he's much funnier. The material they gave him in, and, and the second one was a tier comedy.
1: It's so good. Okay, back on track.
0: I. We were on track. We we're just talking about different things.
1: Still. I feel like it's different for you because you're not a fan of musicals.
0: Uh, that's but very for true. For me,
1: uh, it's different.
0: Okay, well, you know what? Before we go on to the next question, let me let me switch it up a little bit. Let me let me throw a little curveball your way and see how you handle it because this is Bella's first ah! hosting episode. So let me let me throw you a little curveball since we're on the uh, topic of musicals. No. You were a theater kid, correct me if I'm wrong. I
1: was a theater kid, but I was not on stage.
0: Still, you were a theater kid, no matter how you look at it. Yes. How did you feel when High School Musical first hit the scene in 2006?
1: I loved High School Musical. I loved it. when it it was announced uh, and then they released um, where they shot the movie and everything, I begged my mom to take me. I was like, I want to go to New Mexico. Take me to the school. I want to see it with my own two eyes.
0: Oh, man. Like, I remember first hearing seeing High School Musical and I was like, you know what?
1: This is pretty cool. They... they played the the trailer basically on disney channel like hyping it up until it came out and that was like the best one of my peak childhood Uh. memories was when they would just hype it up until it came out and then it finally came out and it was like the best thing ever i would replay that movie so many times
0: I mean, and yeah, you still have not finished High School Musical and three. Yet, so, what, what's going I'm not on? I'm
1: Going to what? Why I don't, don't want, you want I to want finish it? it? To end.
0: It's it's already over. It's been over for like 10, 15 years. Listen,
1: listen. oh my I god! How many times? How many times are we going to have this conversation? I've seen Zac Efron be Zac Efron, but I cannot watch the ending of High School Musical because of the ending. They all graduate high school. I cannot see the ending. I've graduated high school forever ago and I still cannot watch
0: How did you feel when you finally learned that Zac Efron didn't sing in the first one?
1: The actual betrayal. It's the perfect crime. <laughs>
0: I I laughed so hard when I finally learned. That. I was like, "Oof, that's a big one." I own
1: the CD too. I probably still have it at my childhood home. I had the CD, and I would just like op- put it in my DVD player and just like open up the little booklet with the lyrics, and you start singing to it.
0: You, I mean, you're gonna go visit home soon. You should probably try and find that. Sure. That's a fucking thing to have.
1: Sure. I'm mean, going
0: to have the DVD. Well, anyways, get on to your next question, Bella, the hostess of this episode of Meet the Roommates, which she tried to do once and then she tried to pass on to me and then I, then I had to make her redo it again. Gives up so fast.
1: Okay, then. Just expose me, why don't you?
0: you most of this podcast, I hope you know, it's just going to be me roasting you and whoever else we have on.
1: That's very true. <laughs> sure that's here.
0: You should know this by now. You should not expect anything less. Okay. Anyways, continue. You're holding too many silent okay. moments.
1: Okay. My next question is, has there ever been a character you have ever seen or thought if I was in the Disney universe, I would be that person slash animal? Since there's furries. Easy.
0: Uh, uh, damn, I'd say easy, but I'd most likely be Simba.
1: Simba,
0: easy peasy, lemming squeezy, the Leo. Oh my! Mic drop.
1: Natural sure,
0: mic drop. No, I mean I've always been. Oh. <laughs> no, because then you just hear a giant thud. No, I I relate to Simba because, I mean, I I feel like I went through a similar character development, per se. Because, you know, at first, you know, I tried to hide away a lot of who I was, but in reality, I had this really vibrant, loud personality that nowadays everybody wish could just fucking shut up. And then in the end, you know, he becomes a full-grown lion and just a badass, just like me. Sure. Let me have this one. Oh my god, I swear to god. I don't care what you say. Everyone else will agree. What about you,
1: Pinky? Pinky? Oh, we're throwing we throw names now, huh? Oh my god. I want to see that one. Anyways. But I'm going to bring up Zootopia again. Because
0: judy yes i knew it
1: i just relate to her the most because i mean when she goes out into zootopia she gets her own apartment she has no friends no family She has to fend for herself basically and she still does it she's strong bitch
0: She's a she's that, she's that bad, bitch. bad
1: bitch. She proved everyone wrong, and still won in the end.
0: That's fair. That's a good way to look at it. Um. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's not much more, and more to say about these type of characters. I mean, I feel like there's been so many Disney characters that many people could relate to. And then later on, you know, they still relate to those characters even as they age. Yeah. There's. I mean, it's very hard to continue this type from this question because, I mean, there's not much to say after that. Let's let's move it. Let's, let's cut to the next one, boys. Next question.
1: Yes. Okay. Has there ever been a character we have seen?
0: Oops. What?
1: You <laughs> did? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a really good one. Get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. I'm waiting. Would you say you enjoyed the animated movies more, or those Disney original movies? That would have reruns every night.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I love anime movies, but damn. Those Disney Channel originals were... The where guys. I don't know what the hell happened or who took over the creative team of making Disney Channel original movies for kids. But they lost their magic. Going back to it now and like sometimes going on to Disney Channel... It's There's nothing there that's there appealing. Any... You know, even if there's one thing you, you have to learn when you make a story is if only kids can enjoy it, then it's not a really good story. Because you want to make something that appeals to everybody. And then even now going back to watch the, the Disney Channel original movies...